Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Let's start with wheat, where this week's headlines, well, Hurricane Ida puts the lid on US markets, major importers are back in the market, and the USDA to review crops acreage in September. Hurricane Ida left its mark on grain markets as damaged export facilities and loss of power disrupted logistics in busy U.S. Gulf ports, making them inoperable for an undetermined length of time, which will result in lower exports in those facilities which are affected. The market has decided that this is negative for prices, although presumably those exports and sales will be switched to other ports or origins until normal service can be resumed. In the meantime, there is a flurry of tender activity by major importers Egypt, Algeria, Iran, Pakistan, Turkey, amongst others, some of whom passed on recent tenders due to high prices, only to find that prices have continued to move higher still, with Canadian, Russian and EU export availability combined likely to be 15 to 20 below last month's USDA report. It is difficult to see who, apart from the US, will pick up the slack until new crop Australian wheat is available. The USDA announced that they will review all available crops acreage data for maize, soybeans, sorghum and sugar beet in preparation for their September report. Market chat has speculated that this may be the precursor to an increase in the maize area, which may well turn out to be the case, adding weight to prices. Upon reading the press release, it appears that this brings it in line with peanuts, rice and cotton, which are normally reviewed in September, whereas maize, sorghum, soybeans and beet are normally reviewed in October. However, NAWS, National Agricultural Statistics Service, considers that the data is sufficiently complete this year to consider adjustments in September, but will still review again in October. Prices are off the current highs, but the fundamental bull case for wheat remains intact. If and when China returns for wheat and maize in the weeks and months ahead, it will only fuel the demand side of the equation, which is understated, with consumers domestically and internationally undercooked. On to malting barley, well, we're still struggling through the harvest, FOB market interest remains and premiums are narrow. The harvest muddles on in various regions across the UK. All eyes are on what the post-wet weather break harvest quality is like here in the UK. Further afield, we're hearing that the Danes continue their harvest, with rain also affecting progress and some slightly disappointing yields in some later crops. The Eastern European harvest has seen a largely acceptable crop produced, which, given weather issues over there, is a better outcome than had been first envisaged. Back here in the UK, with the Northern European harvest ongoing, but now in the home straight, we have seen UK free on board values maintained, also helped by a weaker British pound, which has kept a support level under the domestic market. With feed values trading in a range nearby, premiums have seen a small squeeze on the basis of those that have product that needs spot movement to take advantage of MAGB terms. Please speak with your local open field farm business manager for the latest news and values. On to oil seeds, the headlines, while Storm Ida disrupts US exports, OPEC Plus continues the output hike and the canola crop 20%. Hurricane Ida has been and gone, creating a number of issues for the key exporting regions of the US. With export capability reduced, the market saw this as adding weight to the US market and has seen a retracement on beans, which is fed across to other markets, including rapeseed. 
At the same time, the USDA has also announced that it will bring forward its review of soybean acres from October to September, which surprised the market and added some momentum to the recent move. China had maintained their steady purchase pace, with almost daily reports of cargoes being purchased. This, for now, has answered some of the questions over demand and adds a brighter spot to recent news flow. Crude oil values have been rebuilding slowly since the end of August drop over demand concerns and took the news that OPEC Plus has maintained its gradual output hike in its stride. Closer to home, domestic rapeseed values have retreated in sympathy with external drivers as futures, circa €13 over the week. All this in the face of the StatsCan report now pointing to a 20% drop in Canadian canola output, with the official figures now 14.7 million tonnes, the smallest in nine years, down from 18.7 million last year, and early expectations for 2021 at circa 19.5 million tonnes. With growers keen to finish up harvest of other commodities, the physical market remains challenging in the short term and focus will now be on the increased importance of the USDA September report. Pulses for beans? Well, her harvest continues, with a drip of samples now a stream. Most are carrying some moisture, which has meant consumers have been pragmatic on moisture intake parameters given the later start to this year's campaign. Premiums had been squeezed with the slow grind higher of the wheat market and the volume of beans now being offered. And to peas, consumers keen to see contracted sample results before looking at anything in the open market. Key challenges remain across the piece with regard to logistics at the current time. And the fertiliser headlines this week, international. The harvest is close to complete across Europe and fertiliser activity is slowly picking up. Potash prices have continued to firm. Belarus sanctions are adding uncertainty over supply. And urea has softened lately, but further strengthening in global freight rates have prevented a change in pricing. India is expected to tender early September with an estimate of 4 to 5 million tonnes left to purchase this year. And the domestic market, well, as farmers make some headway with harvest and begin to look towards sowing, farm-level demand is expected to return from mid-September. UK AN increased by £20 a tonne due to a continued increase in production costs. And imported AN remains in tight supply in the UK. And finally, the Grain and Prices Pulse indicator for this week, starting with feed wheat for September, 180 to 186 pounds. November, 184 to 190. Feed barley for September, 167 to 173. November, 170 to 176. Oilseed rape for September, 475 to 485 X, and November, 480 to 490 X. And finally, beans for September, 215 to 220 X, and November, 220 to 225 X. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.